True Crime Broads with Crystal and Renee. Hello, welcome to True Crime Broads. This is Crystal. And Renee. And we thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited. So many things happened um, around the five-year anniversary of Missy's death. I really, Renee, I know you are too, were so excited that there was so much attention put on the case all of a sudden. Oh yeah, it's, it's um, picked up dramatically, which is a good thing. Yeah, I mean, there's, there were several shows about it and people are contacting us now. Thank you everyone who sent us messages. We read each and every one of them and we reply. We really appreciate it. And um, we were gonna talk tonight about, I don't know how many of you guys caught the TV show, the new segment about Dr. Michael Nuremberg, who was the forensic podiatrist that had worked on the Missy Beavers case. It's our understanding that he volunteered his time and he actually contacted MPD and asked if he could work on the case. And he had told MPD, hey, you know, I helped convict people before I've worked and I've helped exonerate people based on their gates. So he wanted to have a crack at this case when he heard about it. Makes sense because a lot of talk about this case, surrounding this case has been the gate of the perpetrator. So, um, Dr. Nuremberg popped up again after all this time. You know, he worked on the case. When was that, Renee? Maybe 2017? I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been a while. So he just popped up all of a sudden. And this show taught me something new, Renee. I was surprised to hear that it was the FBI that was communicating with him. I thought this whole time it was MPD. It was actually the FBI that sent him the videos of the perpetrators to watch. So Dr. Nuremberg is up in Indiana. He did not fly down here and observe people in person. The FBI of these persons of interest that they had at that time. Um, and he was able to assess them and compare those videos to the church video and give his opinion on what he saw. And yeah, we all Go ahead. I was just going to say, I thought it was interesting. They said that they sent several uh, male and female uh, videos of people walking, and he said he didn't think they knew that they were being recorded. Yeah, so I don't know what that's all about, except maybe, and I think we can go ahead and use names because he's been cleared. You know, Bobby Wayne Henry was pacing around at Missy's Community Memorial Service the Wednesday after she was killed. He was actually working security there. So I'm fairly certain, aren't you, that that would be the video that he's talking about yes. for Bobby. And then I, we just don't know who else that he assessed. We're, the only reason we know that he assessed Bobby Wayne Henry is because if you look back at the December 2016 search warrant that was executed on Bobby Wayne Henry's property, it says in there one of the points they used in the probable cause was that the forensic podiatrist could not eliminate him, but the forensic podiatrist was able to eliminate all the others. Bobby Wayne Henry was the only one that Dr. Nuremberg was not able to eliminate at that time. So right. that's that. And so it was interesting to hear from Dr. Nuremberg again, after all these 
after several years. And it was really interesting what he said. He said that um, law enforcement has not contacted him again regarding Missy's case. So I guess he just came forward to the media and decided he wanted to do a piece for the anniversary. I'm not really sure how that came about, but that's just my guess. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought it was interesting that they, I was I was actually surprised when I, I heard that they were gonna have a special on uh, that Monday. And then to find out that it was him, I thought, oh my gosh, what, you know, what did they find out? But you are the one that pointed out something really interesting about what he said in that in that interview. Oh yeah, so, um, okay, so this is kind of what we wanted to do our podcast about tonight is Dr. Nuremberg mentioned this in the, on another show as well. I don't know how many of you guys out there saw the HLN episode on Missy's murder. It's called Murder in the Church. And the series is called Crime, Lies, and Video. And it came out a couple summers ago. And it's an HLN original series. It's a really good series. It's not just Missy's episode that's really good. The whole thing's good. And, um, but anyway, on Missy's episode, um, <clears throat> they said that, I just lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. My 13 year old ran down here, looked at me in the face and I looked back at him and I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Um, I understand. What were we just talking about? <clears throat> you were talking about murder in the church of the HLN segment. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. So what Dr. Nuremberg said on the HLN show was that, um, Okay, so Dr. Nuremberg on the HLN show had made this really interesting point that we had not heard anywhere else. He said that Missy walks in the church. Now keep in mind, Dr. Nuremberg is talking about footage of the surveillance video that no one has seen. The public has not seen this. It's the police let him see more than the public has seen. Dr. Nuremberg said that Missy walks into the church and she jerks her head. So we do not. Oh, and by the way, if anyone close to Missy, family, friends, especially family, if you're listening right now, would you please just pause or turn it off? We don't want to say anything that's going to upset people who are very close to her because this is a very upsetting topic. Um, but okay, I'm going to resume now. So Missy turns her head. So Dr. Nuremberg said, you can tell she hears something. Now we don't know if she heard footsteps. We don't know if the perpetrator called out to her or made some other kind of noise. We don't know why Missy stopped and jerked her head, but it was clear that she heard something according to Dr. Nuremberg. And he said that it's like a horror movie where you wanna tell the person, get out of the house but it, except it's real life. It's just the scariest thing, right, Renee? Yes. It's just horrifying. So the point I wanted to make was he said that in the HLN show and he said it again on this news segment the other day. And he here's what he said that was interesting on this recent news segment that we had not heard before. He said there, he has seen something in the video that stayed with him that he cannot stop thinking about. 
he made it clear that the murder was not on video. At least it wasn't on the video that he saw. So he said she walks in, jerks her head, and then he's, he saw something that he can't get out of his mind. So Renee and I came to the conclusion that he must have seen some type of a encounter between Missy and the perpetrator. Unfortunately, he probably saw some kind of violence or else he wouldn't be this disturbed five years later. Um, we don't know what he saw, of course, but we just thought that that was interesting because that's the first that we've heard that, you know, there is video of any altercation between Missy and the perpetrator, assuming that's what he's referring to. Because Renee, you know, you and I discussed this. He was extremely disturbed by it and hasn't been able to get it off his mind for the past five years. I interpreted that as he saw at least the beginning of some type of an altercation. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I mean, you made a very good point. I mean, he obviously he didn't see the murder, but he saw something that happened that was very disturbing. So, and and we have heard, we've been hearing things, you know, for years about some type of altercation in the very beginning. And we didn't know like who would have known this, how would anybody have ever seen it? Like they don't put this video out for people to see, but there's been people that have mentioned that something happened when she walked in the door. When she walked through the door, the awning door, um, there have been people that have claimed that Missy was attacked instantly and thrown up against a wall. Is that what, it, what we heard? Yes. And so when he said that, you, you know, thought through what the words that he used and thought that that's probably what he witnessed. Well, and you know, the woman who had told us that we discredited, we, you and I together decided, you know, that's impossible. She couldn't have seen the video. She must be imagining things, but then she, she's, she's older than we are. She's, she is not the type of person to show off in the groups and say, I know everything. She's not one of those people at all. She never comments hardly at all. So when she just, the only time this lady has really said anything in the group was that she had seen the video and that was what she witnessed. You know, we just were baffled. How could she have seen the video? Is this accurate? Is she confused? But then after hearing what Dr. Nuremberg said, I wonder if maybe somehow, some way she's right. It kind of like corroborates what she said. It's really strange, but it does. Yeah, it really does. I mean, it, and we had heard many times um, in the past through the years that the perpetrator may be hid in the bathroom. So when you walk into the awning doors, and this is from pictures that I've seen and from being at the church, not in the church, but at the church. Um, when you look in through the awning doors to the left is the bathrooms. So when you're facing the bathrooms, when you walk in and turn left, the women's is on the left and the men's is on the right. And then there's like a water fountain in between. And then if you look forward, you're looking straight down the hall that goes all the way to the other end of the church. And then if you look to the right, there's another hallway that goes all the way down. And then right there, catty corner would be the sanctuary right there in the middle behind holy grounds. Right. So in my mind, I'm thinking maybe that is a true story because if the perpetrator in my mind hid on the right, she walks in the door and they head to the right. She's got time to just turn around and hightail it out of there. But if they hide on the left and she walks in, she's going to go the opposite direction because they're coming at her. She's going to go the opposite direction. 
and maybe at, that's where some altercation happened, you know, with that wall right there. I mean, that's just kind of make me speculating, but it just kind of makes sense because if they come the other direction, she has the opportunity to just leave. Right. And, and Dr. Nuremberg never said in either one of those TV shows which direction she jerked her head. So we don't right. know that for sure, but you're right. They could have been hiding at common grounds. They could have been popping out of the bathroom. They could have just opened the bathroom door and, and she would have jerked her head. Cause you know, for so many times she has set up that class. She just has the full expect, the reasonable expectation that she's there alone. I mean, she always has been before. So I can only imagine how terrifying that was for her to hear a noise. Uh, it just makes me sick. Makes me so mad. I know. Yeah. And then, um, or the part might've just been bold enough to call out to her. We don't know what happened. Right. Um, but you know, it's just kind of interesting to hear a little bit more information because the MPD did not release very much of the video. And I fully understand out of respect for the family, why they wouldn't release any footage with Missy actually in it. I get that, but they've just been so tight lipped about what's on video, what's not on video, what else they have. So, you know, it's really sad and we don't mean to sensationalize any part of this, but we just, Renee and I both just really found that interesting that Dr. Nuremberg sort of shed a little bit of light on some video footage that we haven't seen. Right. Yeah. And it, it kind of did, um, you know, explain some of the things that we've been hearing. And I don't know how some of these people knew this. I couldn't even tell you who said it through the years, but I just remember hearing it. I know you remember hearing it because we've talked about it several times. So. Right. That was interesting for sure. Yeah. So that was really interesting. And then we had um, on Anchor, by the way, if anyone wants to do this, please do. On the Anchor app, there is a little button that you could push to leave us a voicemail. It's only a one-way thing. We can't leave you one back. It's just strictly incoming to us as the podcast co-host. And we had a nice lady um, dial in this morning and leave us a message. Renee, did you want to tell about it? Sure. Okay. Yeah, she called in and um, she was she was very nice. She just explained that there was one of the episodes that we talked about, and I couldn't tell you which one. I, I know she... No, I don't remember that part. That was somebody else. Anyway, she um, said that she really enjoyed our podcast, but she wanted to correct me on something that I had talked about. I know it was me because what it was about. So across the street from Creekside Church is a business called Firefly Gardens, and it is an absolutely gorgeous um, wedding venue. And I, I mean, beautiful property. I mean, everything there is just gorgeous. I've seen pictures of it. I've never been there, but um, it's, I mean, when I tell you across the street, I mean, if you're leaving Creekside, you could literally go straight across 287 and go through both sides of traffic and go straight into their driveway. So I think in the podcast that she was referring to, I had mentioned that there's a camera that faces you. So when I pull out of the church Creekside and they'll say, I'm trying to take a left, I get across one side of traffic and I'm in the middle and I'm going to take a left to go the opposite direction towards Waxahachie. Um, there's a camera that's facing right at me. And I said, man, I wonder if that would have been perfect that those cameras would have been working because uh, it would have been able to obviously get license plate or the car or the color or something of, you know, whoever went in and left. So um, she called in and she said that she just wanted to let us know that I was incorrect about that, about Firefly Gardens, because they weren't in business then. Well, the thing about it is, is that I did check and um, I did check on that back then. And so I went ahead and did it again just to make sure because, you know, 
people make mistakes all the time. And so I wanted to make sure that I wasn't wrong, but I did go back and look it up. So on their website, they have uh, information about when they opened up and the people, when they decided to, uh, you know, make this business and whatever, they found the land in 2014 and they decided to start building this, this business that they have, this wedding venue. And then there's reviews on their Facebook page and the oldest oldest one I can find on their re, on their page is uh, May of 2016, but they simply say thank you so much for our beautiful wedding. Um, we just got married here in February, so that would have been February of 2016, which means they were open. And I, I mean, I, I'm assuming that police checked with them and then they didn't have anything. But man, that would have been perfect. I mean, and there is a camera when you when you pull up to the driveway, there's one that's right there facing you. Um, so it's unfortunate that that didn't work out. That would have been perfect, but you know, it is what it is. But anyway, we just wanted to say, we appreciate your calling in, even if, you know, even if it's something like that, something that we said that you, you know, might think is wrong or, you know, you disagree with us or you, you know, agree with something we said, feel free to call us and, you know, tell us, we appreciate y'all giving us your, your input. Oh, we love hearing from people. Love it, love it, love it. Lately, we've been getting emails, messenger messages, Instagram messages, and then and that anchor message. That was our first anchor message. Yeah, that was the so, first yeah, one. Keep in touch well. with us, please. We love it from you guys. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah. yeah. So was there anything else we wanted to cover on this episode? No, I don't think so. I think that's it. So it was a quick key tonight. Well, thank you, Nene. It was great talking to you tonight. I hope that everyone has a wonderful day. Absolutely. Skirt off the block, 12 on the clock, I paint cash, you do the math.
you took a tab. Yeah. Yeah. My country fast. Fast, fast. You had a guess. Yeah.